This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. The number is 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that uh, we give to you. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And, of course, you can uh, take control. That is the point of the program. Anything goes here. It doesn't matter. Whatever is on your mind. Of course, it is a special Labor Day weekend. Uh, that means that most people don't have to go to work on Monday. Uh, it probably means there's an extra level of uh, partying going on this weekend, as people tend to do. It means that most talk show hosts are not working on the Saturday before Labor Day. This is true, and a lot of them aren't going to work on Labor Day either, although we will uh, be here live uh, throughout the weekend. As, uh, and Free live. Talk Live takes being live seriously. Yeah. It's in the name of the show. Uh, Johnson actually joining us here, uh, Ian and Mark in the studio with you. I don't know if you wanted to be on the air. But sure, just pos- dropping in. Why not? You positioned the microphone in front of your mouth, so I figured that meant that, uh, that you were interested. But Johnson uh, just having, I guess, completed a move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Literally just signed the lease hours ago. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. That's exciting. This has been a long time coming, yes, too. Yes, very long, very, very, very long time. So how's it feel? Uh, feels good. Yeah? I feel free already. I, I posted, Did you take your seatbelt off when you crossed the border? No, not <laughs> at all. I don't believe in that one. I don't believe in that one. But I would. I may ride uh, a bicycle or a, a motorcycle without a helmet, maybe. Who knows? Wait a second. You think it's a bad idea to, to drive around without your seatbelt on, but you think it's a good idea to drive around without a motorcycle helmet on? Well, I feel like if you're in one of those accidents, you're better off dying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, but maybe on the bicycle one, it's probably a good idea to occasionally wear, wear a helmet, but it depends on what you're doing, how, how careful you're being. If you're you know, doing some sort of a sport biking, then absolutely wear a helmet. But if you're just casually riding around, I, I think you could probably get away with it. It's probably still a good idea to wear a helmet, but you could probably get away. You're coming up here from Connecticut. Uh, it's a big change. Yeah. Actually, I, I made a post on my way up here. As I was driving up to sign my lease, I see a big billboard that says, real patriots pay their fa- Oh, no. It says, taxes, real patriots pay their fair share. <laughs> That's funny so. because, well, you know, a lot of the people that are maybe anti-tax would call themselves patriots, so I guess that's kind of what they're targeting there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. My my thought is is that, uh, you know, the fair share of something that I'm not using is zero. Right. <laughs> also, you know, what they, they decide what your fair share is. Somebody in the government claiming to represent you well, th- um, or, you know, working for somebody who claims to represent you decides what your fair share is. Sure. And, and they also decide what you're using. <laughs> You're because right. you don't have a choice as to what services or, or uh, you know, uh, pieces of land and whatnot that you're actually able to use or not. Well, it's so. interesting. I have a friend who lives in uh, in Tokyo, and he has to pay income taxes. Income, U.S. income tax. U.S. income tax. And he lives in Tokyo and stays in Tokyo and doesn't even intend to come back to the United States. Mm. I mean, that's not even his intention. It's your fair share forever. Right. It's his fair, <laughs> right. The United States government believes his fair share uh, is whatever the, the percentage is above $80,000 a year that he earns. And that's just that's just it. I mean, that's that's his fair share. Fair share. It's such an insulting sounding uh, term. Mm-hmm. Here, here's another question for you guys, because you guys have, have been, you know, I've been out of radio and out of politics for a while, so I'm paying attention sort of, you know, in a cursory way. So another thing that I saw a lot of stickers is everybody this like fervor for Elizabeth Warren. Who? 
Elizabeth Warren. Are you driving through Massachusetts? I I was driving through Massachusetts, Connecticut. I saw them here. I've seen them everywhere. The Democrats are like in a froth over Elizabeth Warren. She... I know she was responsible during the the original like economic crisis collapse. Like she was head of something. Is this a politician? I, I she's don't even know something, some sort of economic. And it's, I feel bad that I don't she's even a socialist know who she is. Running, she uh, is. She really running is. for Congress uh, against the uh, what was it Brown? The the guy that's she's running for Congress now. But her claim to fame was originally that she was some sort of monetary policy person who. When she was asked, like, what, you know, I think she was during Bush, actually, and she was asked, like, how did this happen? What's, you know, what's going on? She was just sort of like, so she was almost kind of embarrassed about it. And yet somehow her, like, goofy, quirky ways seem to make all the Democrats really like her. So She's like a female Biden? I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. She's running for Congress so you guys in Massachusetts. Don't know any more than I do. Um, she's, you know, they're, they're making a big deal. She's running her in Scott Brown, um, the, the, you know, the, the Republican that took over. I think it he was, was supposed to save everything, right? Yeah, the Kennedy seat. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he was uh, he's a very moderate Republican. Um, but I mean, this lady is just off the wall, off the chart, uh, lefty. Okay. And um, you know, by that I mean a socialist. I, I don't mean uh, you know somebody who believes in uh, you know like a, a, what they call a classical liberal and you know i mean i it's a big hullabaloo down in, in so is I mean, that's what's surprising to you johnson that somebody who would be a lefty would be exciting to people that live well in Massachusetts? It's, it's just that she's also i mean i guess i guess it's because she's lefty i didn't know really why it was she was lefty but just her media appearances in the past she's been on you know the daily show a couple of times and she was on the news in, in regards to this economic stuff and she didn't strike me as competent <laughs> Well, if she's a politician. I mean, how many politicians? Do? They don't have to be competent. I mean, you know, all they have to do is succeed in getting. They just have to be better than the other guy, as far as the voters <laughs> are concerned. Manage to make it to the top in a primary and then uh, beat out the other guy. In Massachusetts, all you have to do is make it to the top of the Democratic primary. I guess you do have to be competent in politics uh, in order to get to the point of where somebody like this would be. You know, you. Mitt Romney right, and that's Barack a scary Obama. Concept. Right, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama are very competent in politics, but not so much, you know, necessarily life. And that's a frightening thing. Like, what does it take to be competent in politics? The ability it's, to backstab, to lie, to scheme, uh, to yeah, to threaten, to promise. To make There's promises. a lot of yeah, a lot of empty promises. Yeah, kiss babies, shake hands. Make you know, do a good. You have to be pretty good at speaking. Public speaking is yep. pretty good. Public speaking is important. Sure, you know, look and nice in a of course, suit. That doesn't mean, that doesn't have anything to do with leading a nation. If one no, could do it's such about a thing. getting elected. Sure. Ah, this was her claim to fame. Okay, now I remember why why or who she was. Okay, so she's American. She's an expert apparently in American bankruptcy law and a Harvard law professor. Okay, and she was the one who was responsible for overseeing the TARP bailouts. Meaning she approved them of some. She she was the one who was like she was the oversight. I see. She was the one to make sure that she was the one who was supposed to make sure that the tarp bailouts were going according to plan. Well, let's get her in office. <laughs> well, now didn't I hear there's some more bailouts coming? Uh, there's a QE three. What's that? Okay, quantitative, quantitative easing is issued by the Federal Reserve, which is not necessarily a federal agency. And this it is, is the a, third round of it, right? It's a quantitative ease. It's, it's a uh, quasi uh, federal agency. I mean, they, you know, the it, it's a group of banks that the president, uh, you know, appoints some board members for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the quantitative easing is really just the Federal Reserve making it easier 
to borrow money, L- lowering interest rates, essentially um, inflating the currency, putting more dollars into the marketplace and devaluing the value of the dollars that people have. In their so there was QE2, which yep. was the second round of it. And now or, there's going to be a third one, which is also a boat. Yep. A boat. Yes. The, the Queen Elizabeth II is the... Oh, Queen... I gotcha. That's, that's why the QEs have been shorted down. The quantitative easing uh, and then quantitative easing 2 has been shortened down to QE. But yes. So what was the question? I don't know. Okay. Something about QE2, 3, yeah, there, There's going to be an, uh, probably... Bernanke has hinted at a QE3. And I don't know what else they can really do. They've got this kind of lackluster recovery and the jobless recovery. I don't know what they're going to do. Is this supposed to be a recovery? I mean, is that that's what the <laughs> official media line is, right? Like the official political and media line is that it's a it's recovery an if you have recovery? a job. It's not if you don't. That's the answer. Yeah. There's no such thing as a recovery when you don't have a job. Toll free number here, 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. That might be a good question for Labor Day weekend is, you know, how do you feel about the economy on this Labor Day weekend? Do you feel like uh, things are better than uh, than they've been uh, over the past couple of years? Or is that all just uh, sort of an illusion the government is trying to, uh, and the media are trying to propagate uh, to, I don't know, like, do avoid you, the issue for the, the elections or do what? Do you really think that Mitt Romney is going to turn this around? Do you think that <laughs> ba- Barack Obama, who's had it for four years now, is going to turn it around? I mean, I, this is the thing that really just amazes me is we've got the two of the worst choices for turning around the economy here, and mm. then I've got to pick between them. No thanks. No, you don't. You don't. There are other options. That's the, the suggestion is is that I have to pick between them. Right. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Or you can bring up whatever's on your mind. We can also talk about internet addiction as well uh, on the way here. Which is I have to I have to admit I've got a problem. I really do. More coming up. It's free talk live. Are you a liberty activist or enthusiast looking to meet others like you? Do you want to advance capitalism, peace, and freedom, but aren't sure how? I'm Amanda Mill, Executive Director of Liberty on the Rocks, encouraging supporters of a free society to host happy hour. Activism and education doesn't need to be boring, and you can find free market friends. So start a Liberty on the Rocks network near you and begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do is dial in toll-free. It's a live Saturday edition. The number is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Create the content you see there. Everything that's uh, down the main page is created by listeners like you. And you can do that by going to freetalklive.com and submitting show prep. So you find something online that you think is interesting, you want us to perhaps talk about it on the air, submit it to the website, and then vote on other show prep that you see there. It can be a news item, it can be a YouTube video, it could be a blog post. Whatever you think is interesting or fun or whatever you think our listeners would enjoy, uh, you submit it and then others vote on it. The most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So do head over there and get interactive as we continue and take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. But first, I want to tell you about gold and silver, how you can get some. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to listen to talk radio right now without hearing ads for gold. And when I was looking to buy gold the first time, I found it really confusing. Um, what I found was I bought, I'd call these companies and, you know, they'd kind of do the, the bait and switch on you. I'm calling about getting some gold. They want you to buy some numismatic collectible coins. Well, I don't want collectible coins. I just want some gold to invest in so that I can sell it and make some money sometime in the future. 
Well, what you need to do is you need to be able to have things you can compare, and you need to buy low so you can sell high. Gold.freetalklive.com gives you common gold coins, silver coins that you can compare with other places. We believe we have some of the best rates over there. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to uh, expedite the situation. They are uh, also... uh, connected with our the, the, the company that produces our show. So we're real happy with them. We're close with them. And we believe we got some of the best prices at gold.freetalklive.com. Go over there and compare. Before you go before you buy, go to gold.freetalklive.com. That's where I get my silver. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. We got A-Rod on the line in Hotlanta. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Johnson and Mark. It's A-Rod. Hey, oh, is it E-Rod, you say? E- E-Rod. I apologize. <laughs> so go you're ahead. not Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Very good, sir. No. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. You know, in the um, in the uh, the months immediately after nine eleven, um, talk show hosts throughout the nation were continually calling on the Muslim community to you know to call in and and show and, and or even express their condemnation of what the uh, of, of what the uh, the evil Osama bin Laden and the and the Muslims did. You know and, and Particularly here in Atlanta area, the, the talk show hosts always you know, refer to the, oh, the peace-loving religion of Islam. You know, how, where, where, where's the outrage in that community? Well, there's a question I want to ask you guys. In all the years that you have been doing your program, has any of the peace officers of, of, of this nation ever called in condemning the action of one of their own? Sure. Yeah, they have. Have they really? Have they called in? Yep. Have they? Okay, that's very unusual because, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking particularly, and last night you guys, um, you know, touched on just a little bit. I'm, I was raised, you know, in, Lo, in the Los Angeles area, and there was a you know, recent incident where this, uh, this one lady, uh, a registered nurse, um, you know, was, um, was uh, pulled over by a police officer for allegedly uh, talking on the cell phone. And, you know, there's video of it, and it is so horrific. Um, she was taken down to the ground, not once, but twice, and the last time uh, in handcuffs, face down to the ground. And I'm just wondering, you know. And then there was the one, the, uh, before you get to that, there was the lady we talked about last night, also in L.A., who was uh, basically kicked to death uh, by the yes. police. Yes. Yeah, that, 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 that was that one as well. Yep. But but this one right here, I mean, she's a registered nurse, and, and and you know, I guess a couple of weeks ago you had one lady called in who was a nurse, and she was a pro police. You know, she's got her friends, and right. and they're good people, and all this and that. But you know, I'm wondering where are the good peace officers who look at that video? I mean, why aren't they calling in and saying, you know what, this was completely out of line? Allegedly, she was talking back to the police. But let me remind everybody, it's not against the law to talk back to a police officer. I mean, you know, this is their job. They have to take it. If you're in customer service or work in retail, if you have an irate customer, you don't have the right to grab them and slam their face into the counter. Right. You've got to keep a smile on your face and be friendly and uh, deal with it. Exactly. And if these people can't do this, I suggest that they quit the job. But if, if you saw the video, I mean, I'm just wondering, where are all the good cops? They I mean, claim to be out there, but when, they, when we talk to them, the answer is usually that they're afraid. Uh, usually the good cops, if they're out there, are afraid of the bad cops. 
and afraid. I mean, look at what the bad cops do to people. I mean, they kill people, they commit arson, they murder, you know, they uh, they well, destroy property. And the good cops don't have the backing of the um, uh, of their administration because I mean, they tend to be bad guys too in the, the administration. So well, they're worried but about when they when they step in and they stop attempt to stop the th- the times that they do attempt to stop things. Oftentimes, the administration will side with the 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 cop that was using violence, uh, uncalled for violence, because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's not it's not it's not terribly uncommon and the the department can can rally around that but if a police officer steps in and makes a one officer look bad then they have to pick between the two they don't want to pick they just want to be able to you know, you know gird the gird the, uh, the the battleship and and we can you know we'll, we'll just move this through as a little pr stunt we'll be fine yeah don't break the thin blue line and- yeah, well, well, where are the rest of the all these uh, conservative clone talk show hosts who have been calling for? Where are the good Muslims? Well, why aren't they speaking out against the cops? Never. It's never against the conservative line them. to take any position that would possibly offend law enforcement. Well, why don't they? I mean, that's what I'm They're saying. They're cowards. You know? First of all, they have a they have a worshipful attitude towards right. them. Nothing that law enforcement can do is wrong. Because uh, conservatives basically are people that hearken back to a time in the past. I mean, even if it didn't actually exist, that's what it's always been throughout the political process. Conservatives are people that you know they they like the old way. Whether the old way was the the king or just the way things were, you'll often hear conservatives say, "Is we need to get back to," and then they'll say such and such a time and. The They'll describe that, and that's that's what the they mean by it. Whereas, uh, you know, and and back probably, you know, cops had less power and probably abused it less. Can, I don't know, maybe. Can I momentarily channel a Southern conservative here? All right, go. <laughs> you can do whatever right. you want. They're protecting your rights, boy. <laughs> they're rete- they're protecting your rights, boy. They're standing up. They 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 might have to kick a couple heads. But they're uh, yeah. they're they're out there guarding you every day. Why don't you give them some respect? You shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. And after they slammed that poor nurse to the ground, afterwards they gave the celebratory, you know, fist bump. Like, oh, yeah, we showed that bitch. You know what? That is just incredible. I mean, I don't know why the. I mean, oh my god. I mean, I was so horrified by that. I mean, they fist bump. You know what? Sick. Monday is Labor Day. And uh, I wonder when these two cops show up at the cop picnic, I wonder whether or not they'll be greeted by a bunch of high five. Yeah, good job, man. Good takedown. Absolutely. Good take Dude, down. I don't know if you've ever seen this, uh, but there's video from Miami, and it's probably six, seven years old at this point. Uh, the lady in red. Do you remember this? Where yeah, she gets a lawyer. She, a lawyer was uh, nearby some protests. I don't even remember what the protests were about, but she was nearby some protests. She decided she was going to grab a sign and join the protest. She grabs this sign, and the police shoot her up with rubber bullets. And later on, this was months later, we found out that the cops had themselves a meeting afterwards, and they videoed were, it. And it was all caught on video, and they were all fist bumping and hip, hippity hop about, woo, yeah, we really showed that bitch. And they were all they about really did it. shooting the hell out of this woman. Hang on, Erod, we'll bring you back here in moments. You can also comment as In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. The 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features we give to you there. They're all completely free. We've got listening options, including live streams, our broadband version of the show, dial-up, as well as a mid-band version. So different bit rates for different size internet connections, all free at listen.freetalklive.com. Once again, that's listen.freetalklive.com. You can also learn more about our over 110 radio stations on AM and FM across the country that air the show at various different times throughout the week. Our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where we are heard all seven nights per week as well as our free-to-air KU band channel, uh, the webcam, and the listen lines. Listen lines allowing you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. And listen that way. Plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live into your ears. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mark. You uh, <laughs> should turn your microphone on. Yeah, that's usually what ought to do. SACL CAI sponsors our phone lines, and SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a company and you need to try something new in the area of collections or early outbilling and maybe even uh, have them purchase purchase your charged-off receivables, SACL can do it. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. We thank uh, Jason Osborne, the principal over there at SACL CAI. We uh, still got Erod on the line here in Atlanta, and he'd asked a question right before we went to break about uh, the police and, you know, where are the good cops? Why don't they come out and, uh, you know, call out these bad cops out there? And that's because, in my opinion, the bad cops are the majority. The bad cops are in the uh, positions of power. And I and typically, I think it's the bad cops who call in with the claim that, oh, it's just a few bad apples. Because now and then we'll have a cop call in and, and act like, oh, yeah, it's just one or two guys. It's really hardly anybody out there that's a bad cop. And I think that that's actually usually a bad cop covering uh, with kind of the official line about the way things are. Because when you look at the examples of cops in groups and how they behave, they behave very poorly. And well, I was giving the example. There's of- no evidence for this, for what you're saying. What there is evidence for is the police unions and police chiefs associations do not want people to videotape police officers in the uh, line of their duty. Most of their organizations have come out against the practice of people videotaping police while they're doing their jobs on public, on the public dime, on public property, you know, as public servants. And one has to ask one oneself why. Secondarily, here's a true statement. A true statement is, is generally when police are accused of something, they are exonerated. And generally, when the public is accused, the average person is accused of something, they are guilty. There are fewer it's it's like it's less than one quarter of one percent of people are found innocent at trial. It's an incredibly low number. And yeah, there's certainly the rev- some- it's about the reverse for uh, the police. Like, I, I don't. I think probably I, about 99 percent of the cops are found innocent. I, dis- I disagree uh, with that statement. I think. Oh, really? I think it's a higher number. Um, you know, lower it's than- higher than 99 percent. No, I think it's lower than 99. Higher 98. than 98.9. 98.7. You know, I'm not going to play that game with you, Ian. And I think <laughs> you it's know, you went off the rails though, Mark and uh, and Erod. You still there? Well, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, and you know what? All that is is great and good, but you know, I guess my basic question is is that. You know, it's it's programs. It's only programs like you know the ones that you have. But you know, what about all the you know all these other conservative clone you know talk show hosts? Why aren't they talking about these things? I mean, they, they they're constantly harping on 
Oh, you know, we got to be fear of the of this Muslim terrorist. I mean, are you kidding me? You know what? I mean, I mean, like I'm supposed to be afraid of some guy in a turban, you know, on the other side. Muslims of the don't hurt peaceful I... people around here. I mean, the Muslims, for the most part, are peace are a peaceful group of folks. They're not out threatening violence on people like the no. police do. The police are the ones that I have to be afraid of because exactly. they're the ones who absolutely are hurting peaceful people. And I wanted to give you one more example to your earlier question uh, before Mark kind of went off the rails oh, there, yeah, talking the rails. about videoing the police which I agree with him on, but the point I wanted to bring up was we had already pointed out how the police had uh, been very excited down in Miami in a large group over shooting an innocent woman who had not harmed anybody uh, with rubber bullets, just peppering her with rubber bullets as she was cowering in the middle of the street trying to block them with the sign that she was holding. Uh, But there's another example, and I don't remember which convention it was. It was a few years ago where the police union created a T-shirt uh, for its officers. This was the 2008 convention and de- de- uh, Democratic convention in Denver. Yeah, this, we get up early to beat the crowd. Yep, it had right? this kind of picture of this sick, yeah. sadistic-looking cop with a with a club in his hand on the yeah. on the shirt, and uh, you know that was widely accepted by uh, the police in that department. You didn't yeah. see any police officers speaking out against it. You didn't <laughs> see any officers st- stand up during them, pow- you know, having their little powwow about shooting the woman in red and say, "Hey, guys, that's not right." Exactly. No, no, they never stand up. They never speak out. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. So if you would look at this video of this takedown, I mean, it would blow your mind. But if that wasn't bad enough, I saw another video of this guy laying on the ground, totally defenseless. He's been tased. He's been pepper sprayed. His face is to the ground. He's coughing and hacking. And it looked completely out of some movie. The cop looked at him, oh, you have problem breathing? Oh, let me help you. And one quick, swift kick right to the throat. Erod, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. And this isn't, a, this isn't to say the police are bad people. This is to say that when you put humans in positions of power, what is the Stanford prison experiment showed oh, yeah. that people in positions of power will abuse those powers. Uh, there's science behind this. But this is worse because it's unchecked, right? Like if you actually had competition in the area of protection, then they wouldn't have the same power that they do. It's not so. really power in that way. You right. It's not power in the same way. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's not a monopolistic power. That's the point. Like, uh, you wouldn't have this total power, total control, total. I'd ask you this right now. If you have a problem with a police officer like the Allah, I shot the sheriff, um, you know, the, 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 the old song where, you know, I shot the sheriff because the sheriff John Brown, you know, he was always after me. If you have a problem with a police officer, who are you going to call to protect you? I, you know, I just don't think you can. I think you, your your best bet is to leave town and not yeah. come back. Because That's I true. wouldn't trust other police officers on right. his uh, his buddies. Yeah, his, well, you know, the people with whom he works. I don't know whether he's liked or disliked. I don't. I, I don't know any of these things. There but, are internal politics where they don't necessarily get along. That's yeah, but, true. But you know, if is one of those people going to use deadly force in order to protect you? You know, here's here's the point. If somebody's coming through your door to attack you. You can shoot and kill them, and you'll probably be just fine. Unless that person coming through your door is one of 40,000 drug raids that go on in this country Mm -hmm. every year. Some of those drug raids hit the wrong homes. And I ask you, what do you think would happen if you put a bullet through the person coming through your door and that person happens to be a police officer? You are going to jail. That's what happened with Corey May. You'll be darn lucky to make it to jail. Corey May, right, exactly. If you survive Mm. the encounter, you will be going to prison. 
And, you know, we're going to continue with your calls here, by the way, 855-450-3733, if you'd like to respond. Because Erod's question, I think, is interesting. You know, why do those conserva-clone talk show hosts not talk about this matter? And for that matter, how many of the liberal talk show hosts do as well? Right. It just seems like they're obsessed with politics, that they're obsessed with, uh, you know, whatever their personal agenda is. And uh, the conservative agenda has nothing to do, and the liberal agenda as well, uh, has nothing to do with reforming the, uh, the police. It just doesn't. They just kind of accept it as a given, and they uh, they worship well, them, and they they look at them as heroes. They're they're taught when they're growing up that the police are your friends, and that they're out there protecting you know the thin blue line between society and anarchy. And uh, this kind of of course it's a uh, it's kind of silly considering the police is a relatively new cr- creation in the area of governance. Police are only 150 years old. But people and don't have London. that perspective. Yeah, you know? I mean it happened a couple of generations ago, so it's just so been, it's always the, been yeah, that it's way. always been that way. So, you know, is there any conservative host or any liberal host who's going to get out there as regularly as Free Talk Live and actually address these issues, actually point out the constant abuse, the horrifying destruction of rights that the police are involved in? No, they just look the other way and they focus on electing some politician because they have some kind of uh, political agenda that they want to promote, whether that, whatever that is, whatever the conservative or liberal agenda is. It has nothing to do with uh, control, you know, putting these police in some sort of a situation that would actually hold them accountable for their actions. Yeah, that's all I would really want. I think that accountability would, would – you know, if there was some way to create accountability, and I can only assume that uh, that accountability would come with the elimination of what they call uh, sovereign or uh, limited immunity mm-hmm. that they have. Qualified in, immunity. Qualified immunity that they have in doing their jobs. That you know, they, can do, they can do things in their jobs that you can't do. Which makes them a different class of citizen. Absolutely, than you. and their word is taken as gold in court. If there's, if you've got a situation where there's no video, you know it's your word versus the cops. You lose. Eight five five four fifty three one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Free talk lot. Do you like action and adventure? Do you like suspense? Do you like being scared? Are you tired of the same old crap from your fantasy and horror authors? Then try something original. Give Matthew Bellotti's books a read. As a special promotion to introduce you to his work, all his ebooks will be free to download at mwb.freetalklive.com September 5th and 6th. All five of his books, free, no strings attached. It's Matthew Wayne Bellotti, the best fantasy horror author you've never heard of. mwb.freetalklive.com This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition, Labor Day weekend. We're here to take your phone calls about anything that you want to discuss. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Johnson has uh, taken off. Uh, He was just kind of dropping in just to say hi, just uh, welcome to town sort of thing. And for those of you who are longtime listeners of Free Talk Live, uh, you remember Johnson. He was actually doing the show with us regularly back when we were down in Florida. Uh, So he's finally made the move, and that's great. Uh, So welcome welcome to him uh, to New Hampshire. And you could be uh, joining us in New Hampshire as well, as well as over a thousand other like-minded, liberty-oriented folks as part of the Free State Project. If uh, you love liberty and you actually are concerned with the continuing rise of the police state and the ever-increasing taxation and regulation of our lives, and you actually want to do something about it and live free, well, you have to get together with other people who think like you do. 
So if you love liberty and you're willing to do something about it, go to freestateproject.org. Learn about the Free State Project and get signed up and get moving. Get out of where you are where nothing's happening or next to nothing is happening and get together with other people where there's a lot going on. Uh, we had a, a great cop blocking uh, episode again last night here in uh, Keene out in Manchester. They also did some cop blocking where there was a police DUI checkpoint set up that they countered by giving folks uh, the information in advance that they they should turn away. And uh, that went very successfully as well as I understand it so there's stuff to do all across new hampshire uh, lots of political action is uh, is happening as well and media creation and more it's very exciting when you get together with other people that get it when it comes to the ideas of freedom go to freestateproject.org in fact today a brand new political party was formed here in new hampshire the new hampshire liberty party which shows will be a very explicitly pro-secession party because right now the the regular parties, even the Libertarian Party, are not advocating secession, and we need to have a political party doing that. So some of the uh, the local liberty activists took that one up, and we'll probably talk more about that uh, on into the future. We'll take your calls about anything you want. Uh 855-450-FREE. That's toll-free, 1-855-450-3733. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Richard, listening in Tupelo to WKMQ. Hey, Richard. Hey, uh... I think you guys are doing a real good job up there with your uh, promotion of liberty, the cause of liberty. Thank you, sir. What's on and your mind I tonight? I want to comment about the uh, the police brutality. You have been focused on that. Yes. Uh, well, it really has gotten much worse, especially since 9-11 in the last uh, decade or so. Has it gotten uh, worse since 9-11, or does it only appear to have gotten worse because more people have video cameras and they can more easily catch the police acting naughty? No, it's gotten much worse. How do you know? Well, you have the, uh, the state is increasing its power, mm-hmm. and the police are simply the club that the state uses against its citizens. So now these police, in other words, they become predatory. They're right in your face. And like right now is Labor Day weekend. They have all the traffic, uh, the checkpoints, where all the people now are going to be harassed. Uh, If you go out on the water, the boats, they're going to check you. Sure. And it's just become uh, more authoritarian, the whole society. I think that's true. I think that observation... And and it's because the statism... Now, you guys understand all this. As the state, like you said, as people worship the state and it's promoted, then that's just a part of it. I mean, that that comes with statism. Yeah, you know, the founding fathers of this country would have been really horrified at the idea of the king's men boarding any old boat they wanted to. And they, you know, they did that. And, you know, it was a it, it's a problem. But for some reason, it is not a problem. It, it should not be a problem for an American citizen to have an American Coast Guard person or whomever boarding their boat. Well, what do they have to hide? Well, that would have been the same argument when we when, you know, the, the people of the United States were British citizens. What do you have to hide? 
Well, these people understood the value of, uh, you know, integrity and privacy and sovereignty in your own things, in your person, papers and effects. They understood these these ideas. Now, admittedly, in the Fourth Amendment, they went and, uh, you know, said that uh, you need to have a reasonable, uh, you know, a reasonable. Safe from unreasonable search and seizure. Safe from a reasonable search and seizure. So, you know, then they just decide what's reasonable and not. But Richard, you're right on, man. Thanks for the call tonight. I yeah, appreciate one, it. One other point. Yep, quickly. Real quick. And, and I think the American people are really getting what they deserve. I want everybody to know that. All right. I think you're because right. Well, the, I... the society is morally and spiritually bankrupt. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call tonight at 855-450-FREE. I think that he's right generally that uh, you know authoritarianism is certainly on the rise over the last decade, but that's not to minimize what happened to all the people that were arrested for drug crimes and other you know nonviolent peaceful things back in the eighties and the nineties and the seventies and the you know the sixties. I mean these these cops have been aggressing against peaceful people for a long time. It's just that we do have the tools now to widely report the things that they do, thanks to the internet and thanks to the proliferation of affordable video devices like your cell phone or small video cameras uh, that uh, the videos are more pro- prolific than they've ever been. I mean, back in the 90s, we were lucky to have that guy with his you know, VHS camcorder record the Rodney King situation. How many other police beatings were going on that were completely you know, unknown to the public because nobody was around with a video camera. They just weren't prolific in any way, shape, or form in the early 1990s. So I really wonder how much worse it is as opposed to how much better we're able to uh, to observe what they do. It's hard to say. I mean, there's no, there's no way to quantify these things. Let's talk to Austin listening in Charleston. Austin, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, well, I just want to get this out. Um, as, as I don't know if you all know this or not, but here in West Virginia, uh, over the weekend, we lost uh, two excellent state troopers, and uh, we have another sheriff's deputy that was shot uh, by a suspect that, uh, still, that uh, still is in the hospital. So uh, I, I knew both of those troopers. They were great troopers. They were uh, uh, very fine uh, police officers, always. Uh, so did uh, they ever arrest anybody for possession of marijuana? I want to hear this point. What's your well, point? Uh, you know, the point is, whenever you ask me, did they arrest someone for marijuana? Well, their job is to enforce the law. No, it's not. They can use discretion. They, that their job is whatever the law is in the book. They must enforce it. That's no, not true. Uh, well, that's they, they, that's they, a lie. That's a party line. It's nonsense. Okay, so it's against the law here in uh, New Hampshire to have marionette shows on Sunday. Um, you can also not play sports on Sunday. You either. can't put any beverage that is but not milk in a, a milk law. container. We actually, have a, we actually have a law here in West Virginia that says if uh, a man and his wife go on the courthouse lawn on a Sunday morning, he can hit his wife, uh, you know, and get away with it. But, of course, we have other laws that, uh, you know, prohibit that. So So my question to you is this, is if they have these ludicrous laws, and there are marionette shows, there, there, there are people playing baseball on Sundays in New Hampshire, and nobody stops them. There are shops open on Sundays, and nobody stops them. Why is it that police officers must enforce the marijuana laws when they don't have to enforce the Sunday laws, pro, pro, Sunday prohibition well, laws. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I, you know, I'm in the law enforcement community myself. But uh, sounded that whenever, way. Whenever you have, whenever you have um, stacks of paperwork you have to go through, a marionette show is not going to cause any harm unless you have people out in public with uh, that are uh, smoking marijuana is not going to cause harm either. 
Well, the, there, it has been proven that it has caused, you know, some uh, influences such as spice and stuff. But, you know, first well, of all, spice isn't marijuana. Spice. Spice isn't marijuana. No, I, I, said that, I said that it causes spice. Fights, uh, F-I-G-H-T-S, as in Biff, yeah. pow. So really? marijuana causes fights? How many people, fights? as a law enforcement <laughs> officer, how many people, how many stoned people have you had to get into fights with? Well, there, there are people with, uh, you know, that, you know, fight over it, you know. Uh, oh, they, they are they, under the influence. They dispute, they dispute, they, they get into a dispute over marijuana. Is that what you're claiming? Well, yeah. Well, don't uh, people people get in disputes over cars uh, too? People get in disputes over money. Have you? Do you advocate yes. arresting people over cars and money? Well, no. It's our it's our right to you know have cars. And stuff. I think it's but, our right to grow know, things and keep the fruit of our bounty. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you there, but you know until but you'll put me the in a cage. Change, they have to enforce the law. No, but we just we just established that that's not a true statement. That they get to right. decide what is an important thing and what isn't an important thing individually themselves. They can decide what a marionette show is important you to arrest You can decide to pull over. somebody over who's driving five miles an hour over the limit or you can decide not to. Now, and this isn't really what my biggest dispute with the police is. I do think that uh, marijuana laws should be changed from the top down um, and I think that police, you know, at that point should, uh, should enforce people's uh, rights to do so. But also in you know, places like Colorado and California, the police have sided against the 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 the, the people who have voted in this legislation sided against the, their public constituents against marijuana. So they have an interest in keeping marijuana illegal. Austin, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. That Feel free to call in at any other time you'd like at 855-450-FREE. 1-855-450-3733. Hour 2, next. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyAndHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do is dial in toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. So head over there and enjoy the features you'll find. Uh, They are completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight here, it's Ian. 
And Mark. And uh, we invite you over to the phones. Uh, they're brought to you by Sickle CAI, one 450 free although they are blowing up right now. So if you can't get through, be patient. We'll get to you uh, at some point here, especially if you're on hold. You will be put on the air. The topic on the moment or the topic on the table at the moment is the police and police behaving badly. Police behaving badly and how to hold them accountable and why other talk show hosts just don't seem to care uh, and you know a variety of different uh, police-related uh, Subjects. So, you're welcome to comment on those or bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. To the phones and the fun. Let's talk David. What? Wait a second. What? You said you were going to let me, you know, this, rattle off this list real quick. Uh, what list? The, the the police officer that called in in the last segment uh, was telling us about this brave, brave police officer who took a bullet in the line of duty for your and my freedoms or whatever his uh, story was. And, you know, I, I feel bad for that guy's family. I'm not going to say I don't. But there are a lot of people who die in the line of their work on a regular basis. And here's Mm. from riskmanagementmonitor.com. The 10 most dangerous jobs, fishermen, logging workers, airline pilots, uh, flight engineers, farmers, ranchers, mining machine operators, roofers, sanitation workers, truck drivers and delivery workers, industrial machine workers, and police coming at number 10. Why don't the other nine get parades? Less than a, right at less than a fifth of the uh, fishermen, and you know, aren't the fishermen dying in order to bring me better food for and to keep me alive yeah. longer? Aren't the logging workers dying so that we can live in wood houses and you know have heat and furniture and things like Paper. that? Paper, paper's nice. I mean, why is it that it's so much more uh, you know American to die for your protection? Well, those other the cops wear a uniform. And they got a little flag on their yeah. their, head, on their, yeah. their their shoulder there. So it's just worship for the state, worship for the idea of government. That's it's, it's it's what it seems like. Let's go to the phones. David's listening in San Antonio, Texas, to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hey, David. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, David. Uh, go ahead. Hey, uh, just wanted to you guys. I'm gonna tell you what. We're gonna put you on hold. You got a really bad line. I'm gonna get the. Hopefully, the board operator will be able to talk to you and maybe clear up the line or and or get you on a different phone. Something. Uh, let's try Travis instead here, listening in Charleston, West Virginia, to WVTS. Hey, Travis. Hey, uh, yeah, this is uh, – I just want to echo Austin earlier. Uh, I heard the same thing. I read the paper. My Actually, my wife uh, got a dear friend that uh, – this was her brother, one of the officers that lost his life. There were two officers that lost his li- lost their lives, one that was shot. That's the deputy sheriff, but there were students, two state police troopers, and just – Hearing you guys, I don't know what started this earlier uh, topic of the police. I don't know if you guys are doing doobie days up there in uh, New England or what. But what's that uh, supposed to mean? It, it always I, I listen to you guys all the time in the evenings, and uh, I, you get me so stirred up because it usually it always it always resorts to drugs with you guys. It always it, resorts to drugs. I don't even do drugs. Yeah, whenever you're being oppressed. By the state or whatever. It's you know, I don't like. Drunk. I agree with you, and I don't like that Ian's first thing that he says is, "But I want to smoke a joint." But I did make the point. Uh, oh, I've before, smoked plenty of joints. Right, no, you have. Uh, but I did make the point before Austin called in that if I want to protect my home against somebody coming in the door and I shoot them, I'm going to probably be just fine. But if that person happens to be a police officer on one of the uh, forty thousand drug raids in this country, I'm likely never to make it to jail. And if I do, I'm likely never to leave. Wouldn't you agree with that statement? 
Yeah, but usually there's a warrant done and there's thorough investigation. So what if, like the, well, first off, look, how many look, times hold on, the wrong doors, but hold on. I want to know that. Hold, it, plenty it, of times. It, it happens plenty when there's 40,000 drug raids and people aren't held accountable because, you know, government bureaucrats are generally not held accountable for their work. There are plenty of them. Now, I can't give you a number because oftentimes nobody ends up dead and that kind of thing. But Sometimes there was just a, last week, there was a dog shot and the kids had to sit by that their dead dog for three hours hours while the cops tossed their house and it was the next door house that this went on now you called in about a one instance news story where a tragic thing occurred but i'm telling you about another tragic thing that was done in the name of well keeping us all safe so it happens and it's not okay and remember we don't get to see that warrant on these no-knock raids. They bust the door in and they show you the warrant afterwards if i'm protecting my house i never saw that warrant right yeah, well, and the, the fact is, those no-knock raids are being done over the war on drugs. So whether you like it or not, that's the number one reason why our liberties are being destroyed, at least prior to this war on terrorism. It was the war on drugs, this excuse it's, that everything is okay so long as we can stop people from smoking a joint. And it doesn't matter how many people's lives are ruined, how many people's lives are taken from them. So it's a real important issue to me, and I, it's a, I think it's an important issue to everybody because, Mark, even though, as you said, you don't do drugs, although you've drank before. Uh, drank last night. You don't do illegal drugs necessarily. That won't stop them from coming into your house with a bad warrant or a bad tip from an informant or whatever and raiding your house and holding your child and dog at gunpoint and possibly okay. shooting your dog. The dog never survives these experiences. Right. So the fact is, Travis, they could come into your house tonight on a mistaken uh, warrant or a bad tip and then you might not live through the experience all because they wanted to stop you know, somebody from selling some pot or some cocaine or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking the the law enforcement's out there for our safety, our protection for the civilization. That'd be our nice if it were true. It's civilization. I, I, think, I think. Now hold on just a second. Gym, I, 1850 was when police departments were created. Did we not have civilization before London created the first police department in 1850? Chances are good Charleston, West Virginia, hasn't had a police department for more than 60 or 70 years. Did they not have civilization prior to that? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, You're thanking the police officers for civilization as if civilization could not occur without them. I think I think keeping order in everyday lives. I, there's a lot of people out there with smartphones and 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 everything that are setting them setting a demonstration up and are so ready and so primed to capture something that may have been roughing up an individual to stay behind lines or something, and then they and then everyone just flies off the handle because this is pasted all over the internet. Then that look at this police brutality or. They're doing their best in keeping order in a society that is, in times recently, has been getting very... I, th- I think it's all because of the internet craze. That, hey, Travis, that, you know what? If that yeah. were true... If it were true that the police were really out there to protect and serve, man, I'd be behind them 100%. If they were really out there just stopping real criminals who actually hurt peaceful people, if they're out there investigating murder and rape and arson and yes, property destruction, I support them in those the, the things that they do. There was one time when a local officer was called to my tenant's house because their daughter was lost somewhere in the neighborhood. They couldn't, you know, they're calling out to her. They couldn't get her to come back. And I, th- I thanked that officer for doing something that was useful, doing something that was right. But the fact is, they're not protecting and serving most of the time. Most of the time, they're pulling okay. people over for speeding tickets. They're arresting peaceful people 
for smoking a joint or having a plant in their possession or having a chemical. They're aggressing against peaceful people wholesale. Really, the police are there to protect and serve their masters in the state, and they are not in any way, shape, or form there to protect you and I because they are threatening you and I on a regular basis. If we don't do what we're told by our masters, they will be the ones coming to put us in a cage and to steal our houses from us. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way things really are. You can go and live in your little fantasy land where the cops are just out there protecting you until they finally show up at your door one day with an, uh, with a warrant for your arrest or one, somebody that you love for uh, committing some non-crime that doesn't involve a victim because they are constantly making new so-called crimes out of consensual activities between adults, and it's ridiculous. Okay. You think that's not true? You think I'm just joshing you? Think you I'm think making you, it up? You think no. that the the 40,000 laws they created last year and the fact that it would take you four lifetimes working uh, w- working full time, it would take you four lifetimes to leave, read all the laws that pertain to you. How can you possibly They created the laws? They created the laws. That's right. No, they enforced them. Look, do you think that at the Nuremberg trials, they tried them from the guy who added the gas to the chamber all the way up to Hitler? Sorry, it's your fault. For, uh, for obeying bad orders. Right. You can decide as we a police officer. We were just officer, following orders is not a valid excuse. Absolutely not. You get to decide every day what laws you enforce, and you can either do the right thing and go after real criminals, or you can do the wrong thing and do a, be a fundraiser and stock prisons full of uh, pot smokers and drug users. Thanks, to Travis, for the call. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Madrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets government-free fudge and caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's statelesssweets.com. Live, you can bring up anything you want. Toll free at 855 453. The SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there for you. We've got news updates. You can get signed up and receive emailed updates whenever there's something fresh that you need to know about Free Talk Live. Or you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook if you prefer those options. In fact, if you're doing uh, Twitter and Facebook and following Free Talk Live, you'll get even more than just uh, news updates. You'll get updates during the show. You'll get uh, questions and observations. Sometimes occasional show prep will be posted there. So it's uh, really a good way to follow along with the granular updates, as uh, they might be called. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for whatever works best for you. That's news.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins are an internet currency. It's uh, you know money that you can send and receive online, cash. And this money, you don't have to pay money to send and receive like you do with, oh, I don't know, those other services out there. Every time you send and receive money, they take 3%. Pretty soon you've got no money left. You send and receive money 30 times and you got no money left. Uh, Bitcoins doesn't cost anything. You can send and receive money across the internet. No one can mess with your account. Not uh, banking agencies, not governments. Nobody can get a, uh, to have your account. Essentially, you can be your own bank with bitcoins. 
bitcoins. In, in order to get your bitcoins, go to bitinstant.com. If you want to find out more about bitcoins, go to weusecoins.org. So uh, bitinstant.com for the fastest way to receive uh, bitcoins. You go there, you get a little uh, deposit number. You can deposit at more than 750,000 locations across the world. And you'll pro- likely have your bitcoins before you return home. Bitinstant.com. Let's continue with you and your thoughts about whatever's on your mind. Dave's listening in Humboldt County, California to KGOE. Hey, Dave. Well, I think you guys do a really great thing airing the many different views that you do. I Thank think you. it helps us to become a little smarter and know what's going on. Well, I appreciate that. Who wants to live in an echo chamber anyway? Yeah, right. Well, I, one of the things I think we have been very, very much deceived by those in power and those running for office. I think they mislead us that right now I see so much of our political power people owned completely by big corporate special interests that are what's in it for them and to hell with the people. And so what I feel right now which is, would be really great is to encourage every way that we can any number of debates between the main candidates and some of the other groups, too, if it's possible. But yeah, I'd love to see some uh, debates between the top two candidates and some of the other parties that are running out there. Because Bring the Green Party in, bring the Libertarian Party in, bring the Constitution have, Party in. You only have one vote. The likelihood of your candidate winning by that one vote is very unlikely. So, therefore... You're not throwing your vote away by voting for one of the third parties because its chances are ex- extraordinarily slim, like getting hit by a meteorite slim uh, for you to be the person that puts your candidate over the top. Well, what I really think needs to be right now, and I'd like to see all the different views, but the direct questions can be put to each candidate. How do you feel about receiving the big millions of dollars that you're receiving <laughs> from special interests? Do you feel you're obligated to them now? I'd ask them questions like, what do you plan to do on behalf of the people? Do you care about them having health insurance? Do you care about them having a decent living? Those questions they should be required to answer. Well, certainly pretend like they care if you actually had the chance to ask such a question, Dave, which, of course, you know, all those questions are vetted in advance. They don't – there's no – I don't know. Do they actually have any presidential debates where the the people who are running the debates are not vetting the people asking questions in advance? I don't think they do. we should insist that they do it. That's what we. Yeah, but do. you can you can insist all you want, but you don't actually have any say, right? Like they don't care if you vote or not. They don't care if they have your support because, like you said, they've got the support of the major corporations, and so they'll just do whatever they want to. And you can stomp your feet uh, and complain all you want, and ultimately, uh, you can you can create your own debate and invite them to it and see if they'll come. And I bet you that they won't. And Dave, I thank you for the call. I'm frustrated by it as well. And I think the most frustrating thing is that they just. You know, the, the Republicans and Democrats, they're basically two sides of the same coin. They're not that different from one another. Especially these two Republicans and Democrats. And they certainly support keeping everybody else out. That's one thing they can absolutely agree 100% on, yeah. and that is make sure they those got that down. Libertarian, Green Party, and Constitution Party candidates get that, stay the hell away uh, from our debates because we wouldn't want to actually have to have a real uh, you know, different viewpoint up on that stage. Let's continue. I mean, they know what happened with Ron Paul. They certainly don't want that happening at a national debate. Yeah, the Ron Paul revolution was huge, and then the the Republican National Convention cheated, lied, and actually used force to uh, to, to suppress the Ron Paul revolution. Dennis is in Barrie, Vermont, listening to WSNO. Hey, Dennis. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I wanted to make a couple of points about the marijuana issue. Yes, sir. 
Um, with this country spends untold billions on the arrest, the prosecution, and the imprisonment of people for marijuana. Yep. On the other hand, alcohol is completely legal. And if you know, if you compare the two, um, I've seen people do unspeakable things under the influence of alcohol. Mm. Yeah, I, far I more. Oh yeah, I was I was raised by a single alcoholic parent. I grew up on a bar stool next to my mom. Jeez. Man, at six years old, I I saw a, a, a guy eat a glass at the bar because they wouldn't serve him anymore. Now, <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They had to paint the, the bar floor the next day. It was so bad. Um, but you know, it, when when someone talks about um, uh, alcohol being legal and marijuana not being legal. <clears throat> One thing I say to people like that is, if you had to be locked up overnight in a cell with 20 people, and there's two cells, these 20 people have all been smoking marijuana, these 20 people are all drunk, which one would you rather be in? Yeah. No doubt. And, you know, it was interesting. The law enforcement officer called in and he was able to, to recall one instance where I know some guys have fought over a bag of marijuana. Yeah, um, so therefore it should be illegal. I mean, if you watch cops, just watch the cop show, um, you know, there's other yeah. bad boys and, you know, the villains mm, not stoned. You know, they're no. not high on marijuana. They are people that no. have been drinking or they've been doing some other kind of crazy drug out there. Yeah. Uh, these aren't marijuana smokers. No. And, you know, I'm sorry, but the war on drugs is war on marijuana. The vast majority of arrests out there, well, they're, the, the majority, majority the majority of the arrests out there are for marijuana, and the vast majority of those arrests are for simple possession. Over 800,000 yep. arrests every single year. Those are 800,000 people whose lives are ruined uh, because, yep. you know, when you get arrested for anything, you probably aren't going to make it to work the next day, and so you probably end up losing your job. Maybe if you're in jail for a week, you might lose, you know, know your your mortgage payments and your rent uh, i mean this is it's something that's absolutely the war on drugs is far more destructive than any drug addiction oh definitely thanks for yeah. sharing your thoughts tonight dennis anything else on your mind thank, thank you guys appreciate no, the call thank you sir okay. 855-450-FREE that's 1-855-450-3733 keith is listening to xm's extreme talk in illinois hey keith hello hey what's on your mind I was just listening to you guys. I'm a first-time listener. And Welcome. Kind of surprised that you're telling it how it really is, you know. I've never heard anything like your program there. <laughs> Thank you. Just a, just a little story for you here. I mean, if you want to hear it. About Absolutely. My son. I'm from a small town, northern Illinois. And, uh, you know, he got into a little bit of trouble lately here that turned out to be just a big, ugly mess. Well, stand us. by, uh, Keith. I want to hear the rest of the story here in a moment. So we're going to come right back to you here in a moment. And hang on. Keith is with us. We'll continue his story and take your calls as well about whatever's on your mind at 1-855-450-3733. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition, taking your calls about anything you want at 1-855-450-3733, 855-450-FREE. You can take control here. You can also join us online, freetalklive.com. The Shrine of Female Listeners is there with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of the program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will uh, take you there. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. 1-855-450-FREE plus mailtojail.com is making it possible to donate directly to your favorite political prisoners using Bitcoin. You can donate directly to Ademo. You can donate to his uh, commissary account. That's our former Tuesday night host that was put in jail for... Uh, you know, asking a police officer on the record uh, for comment and recording that call, and right. then you know, the police officer claimed that he didn't know that it was recorded. And he recorded a phone call with a government bureaucrat that uh, was the principal or is the principal of a high school in Manchester. So for so-called wiretapping. On, on an instance of violence in her school. Whatever the reason is, you should be able to record anybody who works for the government any time when they're on the job. But apparently the jury disagreed and uh, found him guilty, and now he's sitting in jail probably for the next month and a half. Uh, we'll certainly keep you in the loop with what's going on with the demo, but if you'd like to support him, you can do it with bitcoins through mailtojail.com. And you can also, of course, write him, and that's what MailToJail.com is all about. It's about letting you connect with uh, liberty-loving people that are sitting in a jail cell who, honestly... You know, they really appreciate hearing from you, even if they don't know you, if you never met them. Uh, it doesn't matter. It makes a big difference when you get that mail. You get mail call comes in and you're in, you're sitting in jail and there's something coming in for you every single day because of MailToJail.com, because people are taking the time to go to MailToJail.com and then write to you. That's It's an awesome feeling to to know that people still care about you when you're in, inside a jail cell. I know. I've been there. And I thank everybody who took the time to write to me at mailtojail.com. Uh, so if you haven't done it yet, uh, Ademo is uh, looking forward to hearing from you. And this message, by the way, brought to you by memorydealers.com. If you need optical transceivers for your networking equipment and you want to support Liberty at the same time, get them over at memorydealers.com. And, of course, they take bitcoins, too. Let's continue here with uh, Keith listening, in X, uh, listening to XM's Extreme Talk. Keith, you had a story you wanted to tell. Sure. Yeah. About my son. He's 23 years old. You know, he's not a kid anymore. And he made a little mistake here a few months ago. You know, he's a pretty good, hardworking kid, single parent. And, you know, he's never really done anything wrong in his life. And, oh, a few months ago, he got a little job at Walmart and he stole some video games. He screwed up pretty good there. Oh, boy. And uh, he thought he'd be honest with the cops and this and that. They videotaped him stealing two of them. Well, no big deal there. So he thought he'd be honest and let, took him to his apartment and showed him what he really took. And it was over three or $400 worth or whatever. Grand so that theft. became a felony. Mm. Well, they put him on uh, felony probation there, and he was doing good for about oh, a few months there. And, uh, you know, just minding his own business. And he was approached by this kid that he went to school with. And he'd ask him, hey, Jake, can you get me a bag of smoke? Oh, okay, I think so, and gave him $300. Well, that's a lot of money for a kid there. Yep. The red flag should have went up. He should have knew something was wrong. So he does it. Just about any kid around will know where to get a bag. This town's about 20,000 people, fairly good-sized northern Illinois town. And uh, anyway, this little informant there, uh, oh. he tells him, hey, Jake, uh, why don't you meet me over here by the school? You're in the hospital. Oh, no. Well. 
Well, okay. Well, that seems kind of funny, he thought. So he did it. Well, I know this kid. He's cool, right? So, <laughs> okay. Well, little did he know that the police were up in the third floor window of the hospital filming this. The kid was wired and the whole deal. And, of course, uh, having to meet him by the school there, that was a total setup. Yep. And uh, the worst thing about it is he did it three times in three weeks. Seemed like every Saturday he'd do this for this kid. That, right. They don't. If, if the guy's friend. a danger to the community, you'd think they'd swoop in and, and grab him right. rather than letting him do it three times in a row. I mean, you know, that's... Well, you know, the thing that makes me the maddest about it, I'm not disagreeing with what my son did was wrong, but... Um, the stealing, know, the stealing was wrong, but the selling the marijuana was not. Right, but uh, when when this kid was arrested, of course, around here, I don't know how it is, other places, they drug-tested him, and he passed his drug test. He wasn't doing it or anything. He most likely did this for gas money or something, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, you know, they, uh, they railroaded him. We found out about this before he did, actually. The, the sheriff's department showed up. We live on a farm. We're, you know, out in the country and whatnot. And uh, the sheriff showed up and wanted to serve him with some papers, and he wasn't around, of course. The kid's never home. We asked if we could take him, and he said it was no big deal. And we read the paper, and it said, Notice of eavesdropping. I've never heard of such a thing. They had listened to all of his phone conversations for 30 days, and then about another 30 days went by, and we get this notice way after the fact, way too late. Who knows what this kid was talking about, you know? And, uh, well, then they come with the warrant looking for him. We found him, and we had him turn himself in. And, of course, they arrested him. They drug tested him. He come up negative. He was already on felony probation for stealing the video games. Right. And uh, he sat in jail 76 days in county jail. Mm. He never even officially went to court. Me and his mother wanted to go to court and if, you know, we just let him have the public defender because we figured we could throw money at the problem. It's not going to change anything. Probably not. But my point of it is, you know, them targeting my kid at the same time in this very town. There's drive-by shootings. There was two murders, mm. home invasions, beatings, stabbings, robbery. And, and about uh, at least once a week, I'm reading in the paper where some young kid, a teenager, has overdosed or died of heroin. And just all this police effort that was focused, I mean, hours and hours and hours right. of surveillance and investigation. and Oh, to bust somebody for money. selling a bag of pot. It's ridiculous and for outrageous. A bag of pot. And uh, so, what is, so did he take a plea deal, or what's the status on his case? Well, his mother, uh, she went over and talked to the detectives and this and that and talked to them for a while. They were rude. They really didn't even want to talk to her. You know, they're pretty dead set on it. And the bottom line is, ma'am. We quit harassing us. He refused to cooperate with us. And uh, so he copped a plea bargain there with him, never even officially went to court. And uh, they give him two years, two years in state prison. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. How much probation after that? Well, as far as I know, there's none. There's a $3,000 fine that goes with it. I don't know how he's going to pay that. But, you know, I think that's pretty harsh. Two years in prison. You know, he's a it's, 23 year It's absolutely kid. outrageous. Yeah, and it doesn't matter the age. I mean, the fact is, is he, you know, is a bag of marijuana. Yeah, the, you know, the informant trapped him in a school zone. Why? Because right. they want bigger hits. Yeah, it's a bigger crime when you supposedly, when you uh, do anything uh, in a school zone well, regarding marijuana. You know, 
And the thing of it is, they put his picture in the paper, they ruined his life, and the charge read 30 to 500 grams of marijuana. Now, that's a big difference, I think. <laughs> 30 to 500 grams, isn't that quite a difference? Well, I mean, he might as well have had a pound, right? What's the difference? Well, that is, a, you know, 400-something grams is about a pound, but uh, 400 sounds bigger than, than one, right? So, uh, hey, Keith, yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your story, man, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Good luck out there, and appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, that's just one of the 800,000 you know stories that uh, are to, you know could be told over the last years worth of arrests for uh, for marijuana just for marijuana that's just one of them and just one of the people who's you know yeah okay he stole stuff from Walmart real crime he owes restitution he should make Walmart whole anytime somebody actually has something stolen from them the victim should be made whole the perpetrator should be the one making the victim whole there's no doubt about that but that's not why he went to prison. He stole that stuff from Walmart and was sentenced to probation. He went to prison because he sold that marijuana. That is not a crime. He did. Uh, that's an, that's something that it he also, did with another individual. That's a, it was a completely consensual interaction. It also brings up another point: is those, those eight hundred thousand arrests don't count all the violation of probations that come because of dirty urine. That's true. BOPs are all over the place, and that's why I asked when he gets out of prison, is he going to be on probation again? Hopefully, uh, he, his dad was right, and he won't be, because I'd rather stay in. I'd rather stay in than be out on probation. They can come into your house anytime they want to. They can really screw you over if you're on probation. Not me. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. We invite you to our website. You can get interactive there and enjoy the various features we give to you for free. Unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their sites, we give it away at freetalklive.com. So head over there and enjoy those uh, those various features. And if you like the fact that the website is free and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com, and that's where you'll find links to various different uh, online sellers, including Amazon. We've got Amazon for the U.K., Canada, and the U.S., of course. You click into the right Amazon for you, get your shopping taken care of, get the stuff you're used to getting in Amazon, the huge selection, the free super saver shipping, the great prices, all the user reviews. It's still the same Amazon. You're just entering through our affiliate link. So therefore, Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. Uh, So start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. As we go back to the phones, back to your thoughts, let's go to Bill and Indy listening to WXNT. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. Hey, Uh, what's on your mind? uh, What you were talking about earlier on the police, I think you're the only guys I've ever heard that actually get what's going on. Uh, I was raised on the era of Adam 12 where the cops did everything by the book and they helped people and yada, yada, yada. 
And I'd like to point out that that was written before the Nixon war on drugs, and there have been several increase federal uh, federal influxes of money to local police departments. Um, you know, to to do more hires. This was before police got you know uh, downgraded military equipment. They had tanks and and have tanks and things like that now. So I mean, you're talking about two guys. Silly hats, badges, sitting in a car, and there's very few, you know, there, there's just not that many of them. I'm in a town where in the 60s there were six police officers, and now there's like 36 of them. There's uh, 50 people in, the, you know, as far as law enforcement goes. I mean, it's a huge increase. Well, my only point was, and I could probably say it 30 seconds, um, I, I know I always like your logic, but I think I came up on that you might, maybe you've thought of it, maybe you haven't. I'd love uh, to hear it. You know how the little old ladies always say, oh, I don't mind if you search my car, search my house, search my underwear. You know, I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. That always. So what do you, why can't you search? And then I think uh, the people say that more than the police. Maybe the police say it. Do they say that sometimes? You've got nothing to hide? Don't let us search you? I sure. It, you know, okay. I'm sure some do. Okay, then why don't we just say, well, hey, if you've got nothing to hide, what's wrong with being filmed? I mean, if you do everything by the book, you won't even know those cameras are there. It's absolutely true. I mean, if they don't have anything to hide, then they shouldn't really be concerned about a video camera being around. I absolutely agree with that. And thank you, Bill, for the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. A different bill. This one, listening to WNIS in Virginia. Hey, Bill. Yeah, so let's talk about I got two little things I want to talk about. Uh, first, the marijuana issue. Yes, sir. My thing is this, is like in Virginia, they wanted to do drug testing for all those get food stamps which I thought was a good idea because it was knocked down, but I think it was a good idea because the thing is, a lot of these people across the nation, millions, sell their food stamps and what? I drove with it. Okay, the second thing is... Well- are we, are, if, you legal, if you legalize marijuana... Okay, hold on. Let's talk about the food stamp issue. Before you go on, I wasn't sure whether you're talking about... An, uh, okay, so I tend to be uh, you know, somewhat sympathetic to this. I don't, certainly don't like the idea of anybody taking, uh, you know, being forced to pay for some kind of charity program that they don't want to pay, and that's what essentially food stamps are. And I get it. I think that the government's a very inefficient uh, manager of this program, and so I don't like food stamps as a program. But... The fact is Florida did implement this, and what they found was there are very few cases where they found people, uh, you know, they, they they managed to find people that were doing drugs. So what they did was they paid anybody who was, uh, you know, that they found drugs in their urine had to pay for their drug analysis. Anyone who didn't, didn't have to, and they continued to get their stuff. What the, uh, the government ended up paying like 750000 I don't have the article here in front of me. I'm going from memory. $750,000 in, um, in people. In, in reimbursing people for drug tests. So it turned out making an expensive, inefficient program even more, more expensive, expensive and, and more inefficient. But it was really good for Quest Diagnostics and whichever other companies took the contracts to do the uh, drug testing, I bet. Yeah. So, I mean, do you do you support increasing the amount of money that it costs to implement food stamps? No. Okay, great. Then you don't support this. Well, um, do you have kids? Yes. Okay, now let's say you smoke marijuana in front of them, which a lot of the, a lot of people do. Some people do. And, and do you drink beer in? Do. do you drink beer in front of your kids? I don't drink. Okay, so you, didn't, you didn't know so where the, he was going so with the that answer. Is Mark. no. You know, you didn't. You didn't give me a chance to say here, anything. Here, 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 you got kids now walking around the house high. Oh no 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 no! Okay, hold hold on a second here. If you smoke marijuana in front of somebody, the other person doesn't get high. 
that just doesn't work that way. Oh, so the kids aren't going to get high when they're sitting by the, uh, the mom and daddy's no. breathing in the smoke? No, probably not. Not really. Uh, all right, the second issue was the thing with uh, concerning the politics. My, th- my thing is this, is, you know, Rom is saying, oh, um, are you better off than you were four years ago? Who you should vote for? My thing is this, is whoever's going to screw you the most, that's the one you don't want to vote for. How do you determine that? How you don't vote just like I do. <laughs> Thanks, I Bill, vote. for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-3733. Right back to your calls. We go to Aaron listening to WGAN in Maine. Hey, Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. What's on your mind tonight? I, well, just to follow up, actually, with what he was talking about in the elections, uh, after the debacle at the RNC this week, I'm wondering uh, the direction of the liberty movement moving forward and uh Gary Johnson and Judge Jim Gray are going to be on the ballot, and looks like it's going to be in most the states, if not all 50. And didn't know if you guys supported uh, the Liberty Movement getting behind those guys. Uh, I think that I'll uh, get off now and listen. Okay. Well, you can stay on if you'd like, but go yeah, ahead. Mark. We've had uh, Gary Johnson on this show a few times. I mean, there's some of his uh, policies that I'm less than enamored with, but uh, that was going to be true with Ron Paul too. Um, I, you know, I supported Gary Johnson before I supported Ron Paul in this uh, election. And, you know, I'm I'm fine with uh, people voting for him if that's the one that they want to vote for. I think that people who are going to write in Ron Paul really, truly are wasting their vote because they, in fact, won't. I mean, it costs money to go to the polls at four dollars a gallon gasoline. And if you're going to drive 10 minutes there and 10 minutes back, you're already put 20 minutes plus the wait in line. I mean, you got a half an hour of your time. There's plus local the gas. elections you can vote in too that is right but but all i've got to say is is if you're going to write in a candidate that's not going to get counted in most and many states your write-in candidate does not get counted right well and and that's my uh you know motion to the liberty movement is uh you know a lot of states like in maine for instance if we got five percent of the general election libertarians would be able to run on uh more ballots for the next four years uh, so it really helped the liberty movement moving forward uh, where the GOP won't allow us to run liberty candidates. Well, it's, it's hard for me to get really excited about the Libertarian Party and its national level after what they did with uh, in 2008 with uh, Bob Barr. You know, I mean, do, how, how much do I really care about helping them? For me, I'm going to be voting for Gary Johnson. What they not, did with Bob Barr was they nominated him as their presidential candidate. Right. And he was a crappy he was a crappy choice uh, from the get go. And I don't trust the libertarians to make good choices in the future. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, as somebody who used to be active uh, down in Florida with the Libertarian Party and who's somewhat active with the LP here in New Hampshire, I, I'm also not interested in, in helping the, the national LP. Although that said, maybe I will end up voting for Gary Johnson. I'm kind of on the it's fence. Certainly, you certainly he's the lesser of the evils. You could do a lot worse. Yeah, he's definitely the lesser of the evils. He's certainly not a principled liberty guy. Uh, he's right on a number of issues, whereas these other cats are awful on everything. So, you know, he's got that going for him. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably, probably leaning in that direction. Uh, but to answer your other question, Aaron, about what where the liberty movement goes, now that Ron Paul is done, uh, the answer is clear. It's the Free State Project uh, because the, the Liberty Movement isn't going anywhere, anywhere else. Uh, just look, there's no evidence that it's happening anywhere else to the extent that it's happening in New Hampshire with the uh, the Free State Project, with over a thousand people already here now as part of the Free State Project, over 12,500 signed up, pledged to make the move. Uh, we want to reach 20,000, and there's no doubt that that first thousand has already had a great effect on moving things in a somewhat liberty oriented 
oriented direction, at least some of the legislation here in New Hampshire. We've got over a dozen legislators that have been elected who are Free State Project participants. There are even more who are endorsed by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, which is a group that is uh, made up of a bunch of Free State Project participants. And uh, we've got exciting civil disobedience, non-cooperation, Liberty Media that just doesn't exist anywhere else. I mean, the fact is the Free State Project is the most exciting thing going for the Liberty Movement right now, and it's just going to get better as more and more liberty-minded folks end up moving here. That's uh, What do you think about that? I think that's awesome, and I, I'm happy that you guys are on the radio spreading the message of liberty, so I appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate your call tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we continue, let's go to Mike listening in Virginia Beach to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, guys. How are you? Mike, great. What's on your mind tonight? You know, I was uh, listening to you guys uh, bash on the police earlier. I, I just want to say it's not their fault. I mean, Christ, I, I'm on board with the uh, the, the drug policy. I, I think it's ridiculous. I, I think that uh, people should smoke and do whatever they want. Mike, hold your thoughts. We're going to bring you back in hour number three. So hang through the news. We'll bring you back. 855-450-FREE. It's not their fault. Free Talk Live. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here, and I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line as we launch here into the third hour of the program. It's Ian here. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. And that's where you'll find that uh, you, the listener, get to actually control the content on the site. Unlike those other talk show hosts who want to tell you what's important, we uh, let you tell us what's important. So go to freetalklive.com. You can submit whatever you want to the website, some link to a news article, YouTube video, something fun, whatever you think is interesting, whatever you think our listeners will enjoy. Because it's important that other people like it, too, because everybody gets to vote. So you want to talk about a vote that counts? freetalklive.com. Literally, your vote counts a lot on freetalklive.com. When you go there, click the Upcoming Stories page, and then you'll be able to see all the fresh content that listeners just like you have submitted to the site. And then you can click plus or minus and vote up or down on each one or whichever ones you want or just vote for the ones you like if you want to be more positive. Uh, then the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and other listeners as well. Go to freetalklive.com to get interactive. Uh, Mike is on the line listening in Virginia Beach to XM's Extreme Talk. And, Mike, you had uh, said just before we went to break, and I, I appreciate you that, uh, that you held through, uh, you had said that it's not their fault, referring to the police. You agree with the uh, idea of ending the insane war on drugs, but uh, it's not their fault. Tell me more about that. 
Well, I would say, yes, I do agree with that. I, get rid of it all. But still, I mean, you, you can't blame the cops. I mean, for Christ's sake, I mean, they're just enforcing the policies. I mean, you guys make it seem like the cops are, you know, evil. They're the devil. I mean, I hope I don't you know, make I, that. I, I hope I don't not, sound that way. Let's not forget about all the great things they do. Yeah, I, you know, I, I sometimes I wonder um, when somebody goes, look, they send people to all the time to jail for doing one bad thing. Right. So, I mean, and people tend to lump other folks in, in, a, in as a group. I get it. Um, and certainly not every cop out there is doing the wrong stuff. But what my big concern is, is that you and I are judged by a different standard than what police tend to be judged by. And I made a point early in the show that maybe you didn't get to hear was that. Generally, when police are accused of something, they're exonerated. And generally, when the public is arrested and accused for something, they go to jail. There is fewer than 0.25%. That's one out of every 400 people. Fewer than one out of every uh, 400 people gets found not guilty at trial. Well, I would say this. I mean, you know, the the average cop, I mean, goes to and fro and uh, takes care of business, uh, arresting this person for this crime or that crime. But the cops and the police themselves, I mean, you know, it's not their their concerns. You know, you guys said earlier that, uh, I mean, you guys grouped uh, cops with, uh, well, you compared them against, uh, how was you guys said that? I can't really remember. but uh, The Nuremberg trials? Yes. I, I mean, I think... That's ridiculous, well, don't you think? Was it not their fault in well, Nuremberg? I, I didn't actually compare to the Nuremberg trials. What I said was in Nuremberg that we were just following orders wasn't a valid excuse then, and I don't think it's a valid excuse now. Do you think that it was a valid excuse for the people for, for the Nazis killing the Jews, the low-level guy, the private? Do you think it was okay for him to kill Jews just because he was following orders? No, of course not. But okay. I mean, no, so you're they, talking apples and oranges. No, I, I'm not sir. sure I do. I'm talking. Cry. I'm talking little apples and big apples is actually what I believe I'm talking here. And I want you to explain to me why it is different for you know the Nazi to say, "Oh, I was just following orders," and it be not okay. And it it's okay for the cop to say, "I'm just following orders," and it is okay. Is it just the uh, the severity of the crime? No, I, I think we should give the police a little credit. I mean, we can't say that they don't deserve any more credit than a construction worker. I mean, the police are out there. Now, now, now you're addressing addressing another issue. Let me hold on. Before you go on, you're addressing another issue. I want to bring everybody up to speed. What you're saying is is that um, the top 10 most dangerous jobs in America, police are at the 10th, and they're uh, less than a fifth as dangerous as fishermen. You know, it's not that simple. What it is is this. It's what they do. It's not that they're fishing, and and that's great. They bring uh, great fish to the table. It's that they are out there protecting and serving us. They are doing the hard jobs that keep us safe. You know, I don't quite. I'm the one threatened by them, though. They're the ones putting my friends, my peaceful friends, in jail. They're the ones threatening my safety and my freedom. They're the biggest threat to freedom that I can see, sir. So I don't believe that at all for a moment. Do you work for the police? No, I don't. But I'll tell you this. I mean, you know, if we're talking marijuana, <laughs> that's a terrible thing. 
arrest someone for smoking weed, I have to say. Great. I'm glad we're on board with that point. There's one thing you said earlier I wanted to address. Mark, you've been kind of jumping in on this, and I wanted to make sure we talked about the idea of the police being evil, because I did not suggest that, and I don't want to suggest that. I said earlier that I think it's great when they actually go after real criminals who harm others, and it sounds like we agree on that point, because you definitely are against you know this war on marijuana, so we agree that far. So I think they're doing the right... I think they're doing the right thing in that circumstance. And I don't think that they're evil. But what I think they're doing in a lot of the cases is committing evil in the auspices or under the auspices of doing good. Because you can't hire somebody for a job and tell them, hey, you're going to be evil in this job. And that's not an attractive thing. People want to feel like they're doing good. They want to feel like they're helping. They want to feel like they're you know, doing something that people want them to do and that it's, it's acceptable and, and good. Uh, so they're being told that uh, you know, drugs are bad and that you know, the drug Even war- though you did drugs, son. It's okay. Right, that the drug war is a good thing. And, it's and fine. our presidents did drugs. Right, and you can drink, of course, all you want. But, uh, you know, they're being told this story about how drugs are bad, so they believe it's good uh, to do what they're doing, when in point of fact what they are doing is ruining people's lives, they're destroying uh, personal freedom, and they're, you know, crapping all over the uh, the Constitution at the same time. So what they are doing is evil in those instances, and I just want that to stop, and it sounds like you agree with me. So, you know, I don't want to make it sound like they are evil personally. I think they believe they're doing the right thing. Is that clear? That, that is clear, but I would say this. You, you can't compare cops with uh, someone bringing in the, the uh, fishing reels here. I mean, Why is that? I just don't protecting. get that. I mean, they're I'll, just I'll doing a job. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because these people are out there protecting and serving us. They don't serve me. Stop the saying that. Plan. They don't serve me. You go out and order a cop to do something, and I, I we'll find out whether or not he serves you. Because he doesn't serve you. He serves the government. Look, you can't pick and choose. Just because you don't like them arresting you for smoking weed. They haven't arrested me for like smoking weed. For, I don't smoke murder. weed. Well, they don't. Ser- I agree with Mark. They're not serving right. the people. They're taking from the people. Right. They're they're ticketing. They'll people. arrest you for receiving stolen property, but they'll take a paycheck that comes from people that are threatened and uh, you know being kicked out of their houses if they don't pay. Well, well hey, look. Next time you're in trouble and you dial nine one one, I mean, you're a sucker if you dial nine one one and you're in trouble. <laughs> well, look. I'm oh, a fire. I, 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 I'm a firefighter. Look, dial hold on. I'm a firefighter, and I'm telling you, we don't make any guarantees that we put your house fire out. And that's good that you don't, but you know what? The cops that show up, they don't guarantee that they'll get there before the murder. That's right. You know what? At least they're there trying to get there. Sometimes. Sometimes they're not. Or sometimes they're running around giving people tickets while murderers are, you know, while while those, you know, some murder has been committed. You know, I'm I'm sure I'm a cop. I'm just waiting on the phone call. Oh, I have a murder. Oh, well, uh, hold on. I got to hold off for the speeding ticket. They obviously don't do that. But you do understand that the police chiefs do allocate. They do allocate law enforcement officers away from violent crimes and towards crimes that generate money like marijuana like speeding tickets and (laughs) if the police were actually serving and protecting people they wouldn't be going out arresting peaceful people who have not harmed anyone so i'm sorry you can't have to talking about the individual cop that shows up here we're we're talking about they're enforcing the laws here We're, we're talking about a cop that gets a call and the cop got the call to go to a murder versus a speeding ticket come on 
They're they they probably would go to the murder. No doubt. No no doubt. I I, I agree with you that they probably would go. But the fact the fact is, uh, Mike, there's no doubt we agree on that point. But the fact is, there are police officers whose sole job it is is to do traffic enforcement. Look in New York City, for instance. They have a whole traffic department there. They have police officers whose sole job it is is to do drug enforcement. That's not to say they couldn't be called in on a homicide or you know manhunt or something like that. But they're out there revenue enforcing. They're out there raising funds for the state and that's not serving me that's serving the state you know you can either look at it as the way it is or you can live in a fantasy land mike and thanks for the call 855-450-FREE and the fantasy is that they're out there to somehow protect you and keep you safe but if they don't protect you and keep you safe they're not obligated to you can't hold them accountable for it supreme court says over and over again the supreme court has said that 855-450-FREE it's free talk live Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything. 855-453-1855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. We invite you to the website at freetalklive.com, where you can enjoy various features, including archives. Click, download, they're yours. You don't have to jump through any hoops. There's no mandatory advertising you have to sit through uh, to wait till you can download something. You just go and enjoy it at freetalklive.com. And the archives go all the way back to late 2006. Uh, in fact, if you want, you can get the last seven days' worth right at the top of the site. Or click into our archive section on the site and get them there. Or you can go to our SoundCloud page, which you can link to on the left-hand side of the site under Listen and Share. You'll find the SoundCloud link there. And then when you go there, it makes it really easy to share each episode of the program as well as mark your Edgington Post uh, product is also there. And you can click the Share button and easily share it with your friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever other social network that you prefer, maybe your WordPress blog, uh, makes it really easy to share. And it's important for us. It's important when you share Free Talk Live because it introduces new people to this program and thereby the ideas of freedom. So once again, go to freetalklive.com, grab some archives as we continue here with your thoughts. Although I think it's important to uh, insert a, a quick comment about our last caller, the guy who said, it's not their fault. He was talking about the police, and we really didn't. We kind of ended up getting distracted with some of the other things he was saying. And I thought it was. I think it's important to really kind of focus think, on that idea, right? I think what he was saying was, um, you know, if I could condense it, is that we are saved by the concept of police. That because police are out there, criminals are less likely to commit crimes. And this may very well be a true statement. It's difficult, though, however, to to create a control group. There isn't a situation where police uh, agencies compete for our business and we're we're able to see innovations in policing as a result. Because often when you have monopolies, and police agencies are basically monopolies, you find that there's a lack of innovation, there's a lack of accountability, there's a lack of customer service. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's what's going on in policing agencies. But it seems like the customer service part is way, way down on the list. Yeah, for sure. But um, the you know accountability seems to be low down on the list. We don't know about innovation, but uh, you know I, there's there's no competition because I can't open up you know Mark's 
policing agency in town. Because, no, you'd become a competing criminal gang. At that well, point. you know, as soon as I as soon as I did something like pretending I have arrest powers, then yeah. you know you'd have a big old problem. So you've got this agency that uh, gets you know mandatory funding, and they have uh, you know they have different rights than the rest of us. So you don't have competition in the area of protection. There are lots of protection services out there, like security guards. But this gentleman was saying that we should stand in reverence uh, for the parade of police officers when they're killed but not fishermen because police officers are different because they protect us. But he didn't say anything about security guards whose job it is to protect people. The fishermen feed us. I mean, that's pretty darn important, too. Yeah, there'd be nothing. Well, you know, they, they, they just feed us fish, though. We could eat other things. I see I that. I guess is the idea. Well, anyway. But, but by the way, farmers are on the list of uh, most that's dangerous jobs, too. And by the way, my, and my favorite Americans, truckers, are on the list because yeah. they move the fish and the stuff around. Hey, I'll tell you what. There wouldn't be any civilization without yeah. truckers and people that you know drove conveyances from one place to another, whether they're r- railroad engineers or uh, you know stagecoach drivers or whatever they might be. And the idea that it's not the cops' fault what they do? Whoa! You want to talk about a disempowering statement? It's not their fault. Yet it was the fault of the uh, the the SS officers and the the Nazis for killing the Jews. They were at fault, according to our caller. But the police officers today, it's not their fault for enforcing bad laws like the war on drugs. Even though the caller thought the war on drugs was a bad thing, or at least the war on pot uh, was a bad thing, it's not their fault. Excuse me, when you take a job. Whatever that job is, whether it's police officer, fisherman, farmer, whatever, and you're taking orders from somebody, some boss, it's always your fault what you do. Because you chose to take the order in the first place. You could always say no. You could always say, I quit. If, they, if you say no and they say, well, you have to, you could always say, well, no, I don't. I own me and I'm not going to do that because it's wrong. You always have that choice. And to give that up, to say that it's not your fault or not somebody's fault what they've chosen to do, and if they've chosen to follow the orders of somebody without question, that's the choice they made too. And they can rescind that choice at any moment. So please don't give me that. That's nonsense. You always can choose, and you choose at every moment. Let's go to the phones, though. Let's talk to Ron, listening to KFNA in Abilene, Texas, on the FM band. Hey, Ron. Ron in Texas. Going once. Ron in Texas. Going twice. We'll try putting him on hold. Maybe he'll come back, see if he might have fallen asleep or something. Let's go to uh, – he's been holding for like half an hour. Let's talk to Jack listening uh, to Flint, Michigan's WCK. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? All I can say to the previous caller is I uh, uh, I would direct him to a group. Uh, I think it's called escapeharassment.com. Uh, yeah, name a Thursday night uh, seminar on the on the uh, phone that people could call into and just listen in. Uh, cops are revenue agents, man. They're enforcing uh, the statutory code, rules and regs, contracts that aren't actually valid because they're never consummated with informed consent uh, on the part of you know, the contracting party in the public. But Sherry Lee Jackson brought up in an interview uh, a fellow out of uh, Missouri uh, who could be described as a sort of a modern-day remnant of the black regiment, which
which was the uh, the Minutemen uh, preachers who actually participated in the Revolutionary War actively. Uh, his name is uh, Peter Kershaw, and she brought up uh, his book in Caesar's Grip, in Caesar's Grip. And uh, what he describes is the fact that instead of having a, a 501c3, a corporate government designation, uh, churches should have been informed, should have been given the opportunity with informed consent to uh, simply proceed with the 508c1 designation, which uh, indemnifies them. You're killing me here, man. The 501c3 what? The 501c3 okay, so is a nonprofit have... status, right. right? What's the 508 one? The 508c1 of the Internal Revenue Code uh, mandates that all ministries and churches are tax-exempt, and and they retain their First Amendment free speech So right. why would they go with the 501c3? Good question. Um, like the previous caller was saying, um, you know, trust, in essence, what he was, uh, what shall we say, um, superficially or indirectly inferring is that experts should and can be trusted. So the church people adhered to the advice of the CPAs and the tax attorneys who told them, okay, you know, uh, you need to be 501c3. They never informed them of 508c1. You know, if and I were a church, I wouldn't want to file anything with the government. And I thank you, Jack, for the call tonight, uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But I do understand the concerns that people have about the churches being 501c3. It basically means that they can't take uh, positions on issues, right? Like they can't yeah, advocate they, they wouldn't be able to. political uh, choices. They can't av- advocate uh, voting for somebody. Sure. And obviously voting is a moral, uh, you know, an activity that has to do with morality. So why wouldn't people talk about it in churches? You take control. 855-450-FREE. 1-855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, Buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we give to you there. And by the way, those features include our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you can go to m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. That's m.freetalklive.com to get access to our live streams as well as the podcast and the software you'll need to listen to those streams over at m.freetalklive.com, all free. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, manventureoutpost.com's got the name brands at the lowest prices. You want the name brands because that way you know you're getting quality item. And you want the lowest prices because, well, who doesn't want lower prices? They've got knives, 
ammunition. Everybody wants ammunition right now. Scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, everything that the outdoors enthusiast needs, and they have them at the lowest prices. Go check. Do some comparison shopping on your own. I certainly have. It's manventureoutpost.com. They're family-owned. Members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and with the coupon code FTL, you can get an additional 5% off. That ought to cover shipping. It's coupon code FTL at manventureoutpost.com. To the phones, to the fun. Mike listening in Madison, Wisconsin, to The Mike, WXXM 92.1. Hey, different. Mike. Mike, you're on the air. Yeah. How are you, you guys doing? What's on your mind tonight? I had a couple things. So first, I agree 100% on the legalization of marijuana. How about the rest uh, of the drugs? Medical. I, I think that uh, I would I would say yeah, but uh, maybe maybe just a small fine or whatever. But I, I kind of think too. Um, I think it, the problem would work itself out. It would it would end the war on drugs, and it would create an atmosphere where if people did go overboard, that they could get help. Absolutely. You know, some people some people are um, they're going to go overboard. Are, uh, habitual. Yep. Yeah, individual. Yep. Um, and whatever they do. Um, but, uh, okay, so that set aside, um, you guys said that, or one of you said that you thought that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party were one and the same or it's similar? Yeah, similar. They're very and similar. I, I have to totally disagree with you because I, I believe the values that the Democratic Party or the left, the liberals, are more more toward libertarian. I don't know why libertarians uh, decide to jump on the Republican bandwagon because the the, the left has got more liberals, more progressives, uh, more people that are for um, for more freedoms for personal freedom. Mike, I agree with you. I think that liberals are definitely, in my experience, are easier to open to the ideas of liberty, the ideas of freedom. I I agree with that. We were talking about political parties, Republicans and Democrats. And and, and the parties, the parties, they have to deal with the same, same, same problems at the top and how they deal with it. They're going after two different, totally different sets of goals. The party on the right wants to cater to the billionaires and millionaires, and that's basically what they've done, and they've ruined that party. I'm pretty sure the that the Democrats the- take money from Goldman Sachs well, and those other guys, money, too. They take money because they have to. But when you look at George they Soros, what does he do? He tries, he tries to do humanitarian things. When you look at uh, the, the people on the right, uh, Adelson, uh, the Koch brothers, they, they're basically they're, they're in it for their own gain. You know, well, I don't know when, that, when Obama's okay, trying so, to create when Obama's trying to create a healthcare system that will benefit everybody because the healthcare system is broke. Even though this one isn't perfect, I agree that universal healthcare should be. Uh, Whoa, well, hold on, hold on. We haven't said anything know, about that. that, like that one. No, but we haven't I said think, anything think, about that here. The, uh, <laughs> the the government program that you're talking about is going to benefit the insurance companies for a little while, at least, by forcing right, people to do also, business with but them. But it also but it also cuts down the profit and makes the it takes a profit more. Well, right. It's going to end up putting those insurance companies out of business in the long run, and then right. the government's going to take it over completely. And if you think the government is great at uh, delivering the mail, then you're going to love it when they take care of your well, health care. I think that the government has done a good job. And when you talk about the mail, the only reason they're in trouble now is because the Republican Party has passed a bill to make them fund their health insurance or their uh, retirement. 75 years in advance, which no other company does it, and that's just another corporate They've been in trouble for, for years. Yeah, just take a look at the way they and, deliver and mail you know against why? Because the regulation, FedEx. the Republicans will keep them from raising, raising and innovating. Right oh, now, they yeah. could be selling see, bonds. This, they could here's be what they should be doing, instead, is they shouldn't be a government agency anymore. I mean, if the, actually, if, actually, since people do vote, 
through the mail? You know, I think the whole state of Washington votes through the mail. Do you want to put that in the hands of a, a private industry that wants to take over? No, I, I don't think so. I, yeah, absolutely. I think the private industry was, will do everything better. The fact is that you're filibustering. Mike, I'd love to have a conversation with you, but you just keep talking. You're filibustering, okay? The fact is... That most voting is in the hands of private companies. When you look at Diebold and that kind of thing. Oh right, I so, agree. That so, needs to be fixed too. So when you're I think talking we should about, have a system to where we get a receipt when we vote, and we can check it online. Well, you should have. A, we should have a system where your vote is, uh, you know, so little is of so little import that um, it doesn't matter because these people in in government, they, when they consolidate power and they use it for evil, which is, you know, we've got well, a I lot of evidence. Think, that right. that's what they do. That we should we should have a per vote to get rid of the Electoral College and what each vote counts. Mike, both, of the Repu- both the Republican and Democratic parties are the same. They both seek power. They both want to control you. They both want to tell you but how to live both, your life. They, they both want a war monger. They both want to kill people. They both want to kill people all around the world. They both do the very well, same things. Romney, Barack Obama, Mike, Sabres, Barack Obama is George Bush III. War. No, he's in one war and... and no, he, whoa, 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 whoa. Mike, this is my favorite topic. I'm about as anti-war okay, as they yeah, come. And I, and I Barack Obama's military be... was kicked the F out of Iraq. They said that they were going to hold the military people responsible for their actions. God knows we wouldn't want government bureaucrats held responsible for their actions. So Barack Obama pulled them out. I put Mike on hold. He's back now. Though. Go ahead, Mike. I said that uh, if if he would follow the if he had followed the the what the the Republican warmongers on the right wanted to do we would still be in there. Yeah, look, I you know I don't know which party is more pro war and which one's less. The Democrats certainly well, have I know attempted the to cloak themselves the guy. in the. When you, when he you doesn't want to let you finish the sentence. At, okay, go ahead. I'm telling you, man, the, the United States military is out of Iraq. Barack Obama wanted to keep them in there. The United States military is out of Iraq because Iraq kicked them out. Uh, I, Barack know, Obama I know how jumped... that went down. Yeah, well, I'm telling okay. you. Okay, so yeah. he's going to get credit for it. Nobody, no, no anti-war person <laughs> was, worth their salt is going to support Barack Obama. If he wanted to have stayed in there, we would have stayed in there. Mike, okay. thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. it. Okay. I, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Look, so here's what happens. Here, Here's the play. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict the future for you. If Mitt Romney gets into the uh, the White House, then suddenly the Democrats will be all anti-war again. Mm-hmm. If Barack Obama stays in the White House, then you can believe the Republicans are going to stay all small government again. When they get in power, when they get their guy into the, uh, the the driver's seat, they forget about this small government and this peace stuff on either side. This is the lie they tell. Stop believing their lies. Look, you can pick whichever crap sandwich you want on election day, and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. But <laughs> when you sit there munching on that crap sandwich saying, mm, this is good crap, <laughs> then you're a fool. I had a uh, Obama campaigner come by. She was looking uh, to talk to Julia, and uh, she wasn't here, so I talked to her for a short bit, and she was, of course, trying to promote uh, Barack Obama, and I said, well, you know, he didn't really uh, do what he said he was going to do. He he didn't shut down Guantanamo Bay, and he's continuing the war. The transparency, um, you know, this was, was huge. Barack Obama ran on transparency. Remember how, you know, each bill was going to be up on the Internet uh, so that we could all read them? And, mm. you know, this is the least transparent uh, administration that we've had in our lifetimes. Barack Obama's going after whistleblower after whistleblower after whistleblower. Bradley Manning sitting in a cell yeah. for releasing information on the, colla- the releasing the collateral murder video. Yeah, all the lady had to say in response was, well, it's complicated, and he had to He's do better than Romney. Yeah. 
Sorry. Look, I'm just sick and tired of you guys comparing crap sandwiches and saying, this this sandwich has a little more crap on it than this sandwich. Look at the craps oozing down. No, no, I'm sick and tired of this. Right. This is a hard crap versus a soft one. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go to uh, Daryl listening on the road in Buffalo to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Daryl. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to bring the attention to, you made a remark earlier about a monopoly. Yes, sir. Okay, I've been a trucker for years. There is a there is a yeah no problem you're welcome. There is a monopoly going on in our United States Department of Transportation, the Trump police out here. I, I want you to tell me about more. that. Hang on, Daryl. We're going to bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty three. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You take control of the airwaves in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are next. Do you like action and adventure? Do you like suspense? Do you like being scared? Are you tired of the same old crap from your fantasy and horror authors? Then try something original. Give Matthew Bellotti's books a read. As a special promotion to introduce you to his work, all his ebooks will be free to download at mwb.freetalklive.com September 5th and 6th. All five of his books, free, no strings attached. It's Matthew Wayne Bellotti, the best fantasy horror author you've never heard of. mwb.freetalklive.com Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Remaining moments of the live Saturday edition here on this Labor Day weekend. We're here live today, tomorrow, and Labor Day as well. So if you want live radio content, this is the place you get it seven nights per week. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And on as many holidays as we can possibly make it happen. Uh, So we'll do it for you. It's true. All right, uh, freetalklive.com. Features are free. Like the show. You want to help support us. You can become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And it's 3 bucks a month. Now, remember, you get everything on the site for free. So this is if you really appreciate the work that we're doing here on Free Talk Live uh, in spreading the ideas of liberty as far and as wide as possible and you want to help us do that, that's what that 3 bucks can do. It can get us on more radio stations across the country. In fact, we're supposed to be on a brand-new station in Florida this weekend, and I'm, uh, I always wait until I can confirm that you know there wasn't some crazy mishap with the satellite uh, to before i say hello officially to the station but i'm excited it's uh it's a station where we've kind of got a personal connection the, the old general manager of our stations oh, in really in uh, south florida is, is big jim davis yep, that's right got so. us got me into the radio business yep so that's, that's kind of cool we'll look we'll look forward to announcing them officially hopefully sometime next week but uh they're coming on board new stations are coming on board because of the free talk live amp program which is a three dollar a month thing you go to amp.freetalklive.com you get perks like access to the amp only call in lines amp only podcast uh the amp only uh, you know, forum and more. But it really the most important part is it helps us a lot by allowing us to market the show more effectively uh, to the radio industry. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. So we go back to Daryl listening on the road to XM's Extreme Talk. And Daryl, you're going to tell us as a uh, professional driver about the DOT. They are beginning to be a royal pain in the rear. Just now? Gosh, I've heard they've been pains uh, in the rears no. for a long time. They have, but it's done gotten worse mm, over now? the past several four or five years. I mean, you can be riding down the road, minding your business. All of a sudden, you got a SUV with red and blue lights behind you. You're perfectly legal because now they basically mandated that everybody get these electronic logs. So there's no way that you can run illegal and not know it. But they will pull you over if you're not doing anything wrong. I mean, I think it's just a... I don't really know what to call it anymore. It's just like they're just... Fishing trip? Out. Excuse me? Fishing trip? Yes. 
That is exactly it. And they start, and I mean, I've seen some guys. I've been a very fortunate one for all the years that I've been out here. I've never been involved in a chargeable accident of, or really get any major tickets or anything. I basically watch my back. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of guys out here, and I will see these new guys especially. They get picked on because they don't know the rules. Sure. And they basically will take a brand-new truck, and they will find something wrong with it. And it can be something very minute, like uh, a hanger on an airline not being in the right position. But they'll tell you, okay, you've got to get that fixed. You've got to call certified service to come out and do it, someone who has a mechanics degree or whatever they call it. And they will not let you fix something that simple, but then they want to shut you down, put you out of service, and it's like they are digging for so much money nowadays, it's like, I don't know when the end is going to ever happen. I mean, yeah, with the price of diesel fuel. Right. All they're doing is basically driving. It's a tax on uh, the consu- yeah. on the consumer level because, you know, there's still going to be people driving trucks no matter how difficult and onerous they make it do because they're just going to have to increase the pay. And they, they make it difficult on the single guy because, you know, obviously the, the, you know, the big businesses have the money to, you know, the big businesses are sitting there on the side of the road. They've got the lawyers to fight this kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're just putting this as basically a tax on the consumer level because everybody gets just about everything they buy via truck. That's correct. And then that, that brings in another to- total subject right there. I mean, everybody worries about gas prices, but nobody ever gripes about diesel prices. And there are surcharges that are being charged on every single item that you purchase in a store now just because of the price of diesel fuel. Yep, sure. And it's like a lot of people should be paying a lot more attention to what that diesel fuel price is because they're going to charge it and we've got to pay it. Absolutely. And that's pretty much why they screw you guys over because they know that you guys, you know, you're – You've got to do what you got to do. I mean, you can always quit the business, but otherwise, you've got to get from point well, A to point B. Somebody's going to drive your truck to right. whether you quit or not. Yeah, right. You've got to get to point A to point B. You got to get that load there, and it's got to be on time. And they know that they can screw you as hard as they as hard as they want to, and uh, extract as much cash as they possibly can. That you know, if they extract too much, then you know, then enough people are going to give up, or there's going to be. But some government sort of... always creeps, and it always grows. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. they they well, know that you're going to give it up. They know you've got the money. Well, that's like. All these new numbers that they come out about, all these crash data reports, and now they've got a new system called CSA, which is a a safety point, Commercial Safety Alliance. It's another department that the government has formed, and they rack millions and millions of dollars off of it, and they're just making it harder and harder to get good quality drivers to actually stay in this business. Because, I mean, I've been doing this since 1981. I'm about to the point where I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I heard you. <laughs> Daryl, thanks. I, I just thank want to say you. thank you, man, for uh, for all your service. I appreciate it. And uh, st- as long as you've been on the road, man, that's a, that's a lot of miles. <laughs> and yes, I thank it you. is. Thanks for but the call tonight. Be safe night. out there. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Shane is also on the road listening to XM's Extreme Talk, driving through New uh, Kentucky. Hey, uh, Shane, you're on the air. What's going on, fellas? Hey. Uh I just want to call and comment on all the the callers tonight. That uh, I guess the same thing they want to they want to put the police on a pedestal for for the good things that they do. You know they they find the little girls been kidnapped or whatever. You know, and they, I guess everybody would agree. You know that's something great. You know, yeah. thank the police for that. Sure. But okay, is there not a double standard? What about uh, this this 
college football coach that, that molested all the boys. Well, didn't he have some type of huge charitable organization that helped all these kids? Uh, so we should uh, forget about all the kids that he, all the bad stuff he did. And right. he said, well, he he raised millions of dollars. I'm not exactly sure what the organization did or whatever. But sure. I know that it, he was supposed to have raised millions of dollars for Great some point. Type of- Just ignore all the negatives and uh, focus on all the good things that they do. And uh, while I agree that people should be praised for the good things they do, they should also be held accountable for the things that uh, that they did wrong. And I, that's a great point, Shane. Right. And, and it's like, you know, uh, all these people call in, uh, they, they seem like they're in law enforcement or, or close to some law enforcement. And they all talk about, well, you know, they're just, they're, just, uh, they're just, uh, and they don't make the laws; they just have to enforce them. Well, you know, let's let's p- apply that same logic to another profession, maybe trucking. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a, a Jew or a Muslim or something, but let's just say I was. Uh, and somebody wanted me to haul a load of pork, and that's against my you know beliefs, which it's not. But I don't have to do that. I can say no, I'm not going to do that. Yep. They're just basically they're, they're just following orders, you know. And uh, it's cowardly. It's just. Right, it's just it's just a cop out, you know. Um, this like the last caller said, you know, that they beat up us all the time out here. You know, uh, you got a light out, you know, they're, they're coming around to you, and uh, you know, they're they're writing you a three hundred dollar ticket for, for having a headlight out, you know, and saying, well, didn't you do a pre trip this morning? I said, well, yeah, yes, sir, I did, you know, but uh, I'm just trying to. I got four kids, man. I'm just trying to feed my family, you know. Just the same as he is, but uh, yeah, if you know, got... the way he feeds his family is, is taxing and you know, feeding a, a criminal organization. So Absolutely, I, uh, brother. Uh, I appreciate the call tonight, Shane. Thank you for making it. Drive safe out there. Yeah, uh, and appreciate the the driving too. too. Um, the fact is, you know, when you've got a hundred lights on your truck. You could do a pre, uh, you know, a pre-trip check, but that doesn't. I mean, you know, that's a hundred lights that can go out. It, a light's going to go out every single time. You know, lights go, lights go out. And sorry, if you got a hundred lights and they're mandated to have a lot of these lights, well, then one of them goes out. They really will get you for one light being out if you're a trucker. Barry's on the line, listening to XM's Extreme Talk in Idaho. Hey, Barry. Hey, uh, I called you last night. You were talking about a guy who's stole a couple of candy bars and he thought he was given a pretty extreme sentence for doing that yeah that's uh, right he was sentenced to something like 180 days in jail yeah and and you guys thought that was excessive and and you know maybe so but you know do we sentence people for for the amount or or the crime i mean let, let me give you an example i mean what if you stole a car and it was a piece of junk or it was a really high-priced vehicle should you get should you get a different sentence because it was a cheap car or I think a, a high-priced uh, car? I think the sentence should have to do with what is stolen, and I think specifically it should have to do with restituting the victim. Uh, the victims should be the ones that are made whole. Sitting in a jail cell doesn't restitute anybody. It just costs okay. us. Okay, well, look. Suppose I go out and rob a bank, and, and I go in the bank, and, and it's like I get $2. Or I go in the bank, and I get a million dollars. Should I get... Should I get a, a different sentence because of that? Or I think that be, there's a difference. Be, when you're talking about bank robbing, you're usually talking about having a weapon. And, and threatening that means, someone. That means you're threatening someone's life. So whether you threaten okay. their life over $2 or threaten their life over a million dollars, it's still the life. is My life is more valuable to me than a million dollars. Barry, I wish we had more time for you. You can call tomorrow night if you'd like. We'll be here uh, same time, same place, 7 to 10 Eastern time. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. We'll see you tomorrow and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there on this Labor Day weekend. See ya.
If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000. He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win. Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat. If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. Bradforsheriff.com. This was paid for by Friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent.